Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Elevate your mind. Get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. To the very special person listening to this broadcast, welcome to another episode of Taboo Talk, featuring your very own pastor and Christian consultant, me, Lady Charmaine Day. Today's show is guaranteed to be full of sensitive, intimate, natural conversations rarely talked about in the Christian community. So now, get ready for your spiritual consultation. Are you ready? Great. Let's begin. How are you doing, beautiful? I know you're doing wonderful, marvelous, incredible, and special, because these are words people use to describe you. You are so very phenomenal, doing wonderful things to uplift and nurture people. And I just want to give you a round of applause. Yay! Continue doing the things that you do because you make God look great, and you are so, so very appreciated, and I'm very proud of you. And today is Father's Day, and I want to give a warm shout-out to all the dads and soon-to-be dads out there. You are so very, very vital to our community. What you do is raise our, our young people to fear God and love him and to be good people in the community, and, you know, you got the good kids, all right, and so I just want to say I'm just very proud of you and the, and the job you do, and I hope your day is so very special, and to celebrate, I am floored to death because my dad, my daddy is on the line with us, the very own famous Raymond Day, my father, my dad uh, he is an author and business owner, and the name of his book is From Day, From Darkness to Light. Uh, the book is about the following. Long before there was Bernard Madoff, the scandal, there was a little-known company called Arcaray Enterprises, which ruled the commodities market on Wall Street. It was run by a black man, my father, called Raymond Day. The company was started with $900 in a dream that grew into one of the largest commodity firms within one year. Eventually, it went out of business, and the owner went to federal prison. What happened then and where he is now is the subject of his book. It's a compelling story of hope, betrayal, and finally redemption, a must-read for anyone interested in starting a company and sustaining it. And without further ado, you're going to learn a great deal about my dad, his incredible uh, life journey, and some wisdom he has to impart to you and me today. And welcome, Dad. How are you? Great. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on your show. Thank you, Dad, for, for coming on, and happy Father's Day to you. Thank you. Dad, so some questions for you. 
Um, where did you grow up? Well, I grew up in the in the Bronx in a, in a one bedroom apartment with seven kids. And mm-hmm. my, mother, my mother and father were not rich, but uh, they raised us, you know, to be the best that we can be. When I turned 17, I enlisted in the army. My father had to sign the papers. He said, "That'll be good for you, boy." <laughs> he signed the papers, and I went into the army. And I stayed wow. in the army for about five and a half years, almost six years. And uh, then I got out and married your mother. Now you went to war during the Vietnam era, right? Yes, I was in Vietnam from uh, 1968 to 1969. I was there during the Tet Offensive, which was the worst offensive that the Vietnamese had against the United States. Um, 50,000 troops died in Vietnam, and I was one of the lucky ones that got home. Praise God. Praise God. When you were in the middle of going through that war, you know, were you nervous? Were you scared? Everybody was scared. Uh, mm-hmm. when, when we were, well, let me just tell you this one story. When we were leaving uh, Vietnam, uh, we were on this runway at uh, the Thompson Air Force Base. Mm-hmm. We were on the on the runway waiting for the plane to uh, take off, you know, and we were sitting there waiting to get on the plane. And the last thing I remember was uh, they were loading body bags onto the plane. These are dead Americans. Mm. A, head, a head rolled out of the body bag, and this was the... Um, one of the last things I saw. Mm. That's crazy. Yes, it sure is. Wow. Uh, so, Dad, what what advice would you give to uh, the people serving over in Iraq and Afghanistan now? Well, number one, I don't think we should be in Iraq or, or Afghanistan or any other place in the, in the, in the world except the United States. All mm-hmm. wars are no good. Uh, they're fought for the wrong reasons. And the only reason that uh, we have to be in any war is to defend our country. Our country is here in the United States. We're not, uh, we don't live in Afghanistan. We don't live in Iran or Iraq. And we don't live anywhere else but here in the United States. Now, if war breaks out in the United States, I'm all for us fighting a war. But as far as fighting a war in other countries, we're there for the wrong reasons. We want to exploit their uh, vital resources like their oil, uh, their gas, their gold, their silver. Whatever the reason may be, uh, we're there for the wrong reasons. We're not defending Mm. anything. We're not defending our country. So my advice advice to uh, those fighting wars in other countries... uh, Stay safe and get out as fast as you can. I hear you. Now, when you came home, you like you said, you married my mom. And uh, one of the things that me and my husband, Warren, are looking into is having children next year. And we're thinking about it. And, you know, the planning process is so huge. You know, what did you think when you were planning on having me? Well, to put it mildly, I always wanted children, and um, 
there was a slight problem that we had, which was fixed and alleviated. Mm-hmm. And then we had you. So nice. what was I thinking? What was I thinking about? We was we always wanted children. Nice. So I'm the oldest of all your children, right? Yes. Um, how did you feel the day I was born? Great. My dream came true. <laughs> and Dad, how many grandkids and children and great grands do you have? I have nine children, sixteen grandchildren, and two great grandchildren. Wow. Did you see any of your grandkids born? Uh, no, I didn't see any of them born. I was there at the hospital when two of them were trying to be born, but I didn't actually see any of them born, no. I, I mean, you were there the day um, Soraya was born. Yeah, but you asked me, did I see any of them born? <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad. I mean, I, I, let me rephrase the question. Uh, how did you feel uh, coming to see your grandkids born? Oh, that was great. You know, I, I was there when, uh, right after it happened, and that's a great feeling. Um, I have a lot of grandkids, so, you know, and they live all over the place. So it's kind of hard to be everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um I have another grandkid on the way by India, my other daughter. Yes, that's exciting, her second. Right. Yeah, her second. I haven't even seen the first one. Oh. So mm. I do want to, but it's a logistics problem. Right. Um, are you? Do you have a good relationship with all your children? I'm trying to. Um, how do you maintain your relationship with them? I call them, I talk to them. I do Facebook with them. I mm-hmm. go and visit them when, when and if I can. And mm-hmm. that's Yeah. And, Dad, you're always the life of the party when you come to our events and uh, into the things that we throw into all activities. And I know I keep you hopping with so many activities and events because you're always coming to my things. Um, how do you find such a great sense of humor and time to support me and my sisters and brothers and what we do. Well, I'm always there to support you, you know, no matter what uh, your endeavors might be. You're my kids. I love you. I love all of you. So I can't express it. I can't express it any other way. All right. What were some of the values you tried to instill in your children? Honesty, integrity, um, Fictuativeness, um, a sense of belonging. Mhm. Mhm. I wasn't always around, you know, so right. it's it's good to have those things. Right. Um, did it bug you out when all your kids turned out having those values instilled in them, like the things that you wanted, like you just told me? Each and every one of us have that. How do you feel about that? That's great. You know, it's uh, it's a beautiful thing. I'm mm-hmm. proud of each and every one of you. Thanks, Dad. What advice would you get to new dads listening to the show? Love your children as much as you can. You only get to love them once, and uh, once you're gone, that's it. 
have to mm-hmm. experience life life as it happens. Mhm. That's great advice. And you know, there a lot of your children are now adults uh, with children or getting ready to have children. What advice would you give to fathers whose children are adults? Love them just like uh, you would as if they weren't adults. (laughs) You know, listen, my mother and father used to tell me stuff when I was like 40, 50, 50 years old, 60 years old. They tell me things and I listen to them because they had the experience. Mm -hmm. So whatever life dealt them, uh, they tried to pass on to, to me. So I, I'm going to try to pass that on to you and your other brothers and sisters. Right. And you do. Um, Dad, you've been an entrepreneur for most of your life, and you were even a millionaire, and you talk about that in your book. What advice would you give to someone who wants to work for themselves? Firstly, you have to have a passion for what you do. Mm-hmm. You don't have a, if you don't have a passion for it, don't do it. And secondly... Uh, you could whatever you have a passion for, you could do. You could make money at it. Mm-hmm. Like I have a, I have a passion for uh, talking, and I make money by talking to people and getting them to uh, pay. Mm-hmm. And not not by threatening or anything there, but you know by persuading them to pay in a nice, soft gentle way. Dad, for the listeners who don't know what you do, what what are you talking about? Oh, I'm a I run a bad debt collection agency. Uh, mm-hmm. I collect I collect money for a living. And since I only deal with money, there's no other product but uh, my voice and uh and money. Mm. Well, you must be good at it because when bill collectors call, nobody wants to hear from them, so you know, that takes a lot of tenacity and, and someone who you must be very persuasive. Well, most bill collectors go in and say, hey, you got to pay, and they, they're they very nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, bill collectors that have called me like that, they, I hang up on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tell them to go, go take a hike or something. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, but if, if, if a bill collector calls you and... You explain your situation to him, and he says to you, well, you know, we can work something out. You don't have to pay it all at once. Uh, you can make payments. Uh, I'm willing to work with you, and uh, then you're, you're willing to listen to that person. That's true. Now, switching topics, Dad, throughout my life you've always given me advice, and I remember uh, when I was 22 and I was getting ready to take on my first job, you said, listen, Charmaine, you shouldn't uh, do that. You should work for yourself because you're not going to be happy working for anyone else. And I was like, oh, Dad, why are you saying that? You're like, come on, trust me. Uh, but I didn't do it. I went ahead and worked for other people, and I wasn't happy. And then in 2005, you were like, you saw me being on radio and TV. How did you know that that was my, going to be my calling? Well, everybody has a certain nature, and mm-hmm. your nature is to be vocal mm-hmm. uh, and to inspire other people. Mm-hmm. And that's what you do best. So 
you would be good at talking, vocalizing. Listen, you can mm-hmm. talk very, very well. And Thank you, vocalize. Dad. Yeah, you can vocalize very well. You mm-hmm. can put your thoughts across like nobody else. If, I, I have another suggestion for you. If you want to go into talking books, you'd make a fortune in a talking book type of thing. You know, in other words, mm-hmm. you you make a book and and instead of uh, it being written, you do a talking book. And it would be a huge hit. That's how good your voice is. Thank you, Dad. Thank you. Now, Dad, I get this. I get a lot of talent from you, and you know, I want to say to all fathers out there that your children take after you just by DNA alone and by uh, by following after you. And you know, a lot of people say you walk like your dad, you talk like your dad, you eat like your dad, <laughs> you speak like your dad. And you were telling me in our pre-conversations and other conversations that when I was a baby, you used to do radio. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, I think I I had a well, I I did have a radio show mm-hmm. uh, in the early seventies, uh, and it was called Gas. It came on at five thirty in the morning. I used to come on right before Frankie Crocker. Wow! And it was a great show. I stayed on the on the air for six months, mm-hmm. and it was beautiful. Me and your mother used to lay in the bed and listen to to the show because it was pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. That's excellent. And now look, all these years later, I'm following your footsteps in doing radio. And something else that you all also are good at, you're excellent writer. And I remember reading parts of your book a couple of years ago in 2005. And I'm like, Dad, this is awesome. You should get your book published. And this year you published your first book, um, well, first e-book. This is actually your second book, uh, From Day from Darkness to Light. You know, where can people go to find this beautiful book? They can find this book at any major bookseller. It's online. Mm -hmm. It's an e-book. It's on barnesandnoble.com, borders.com, iTunes. Dot com, Amazon.com, Google Books, Kobo Books. It's everywhere. Um, it's not a long read. It's a short read, but it's a interesting book, whereas it tells the story of how I grew up, where I grew up, uh, the Vietnam War, how I started my own company, how the company ended, how I went to prison, how I got out of prison, and what happened since then. Mm-hmm. And it's an it's an interesting book because most people do not tell their story. True. Most people most people keep their story inside. Mm-hmm. What good is it? What good is it to keep a story inside when some people might find it of interest? Right. The, the Indians used to sit around and have powwows and tell stories of the ancestors, and that's how knowledge got passed down. Mm-hmm. Now, nowadays, I don't think anybody passes any knowledge down. I think you have to glean your knowledge for yourself. Right. Instead of it being passed down. 
mm-hmm. want to pass down knowledge. I want to pass mm-hmm. down what I know. Mm-hmm. Well, I definitely felt that, you know, and I remember telling you that, Dad, I want the feeling of passing down your book to my children when I have them. And when I got your book and I was reading it, I'm like, you know, I can't wait to show my son or daughter when I have them that this is what your granddaddy did. You know, it's just it's an empowering feeling, you know, having a piece of you that will live on and then they can hand on down. So I just it's incredible and you're and you're so honest. You have such a <laughs> A funny way of telling your story, Dad. It's just like, I mean, you trust it. Dad keeps it real. So I like that about you. Thank you. Now, Dad, you also do a lot of exercise. In the last couple of minutes, I wanted to talk to you about the fact that a lot of people are overweight and, you know, need to exercise and get in shape. And how do you keep such a hard regimen and exercise and do what you do? Well, firstly, when I was 12 years old, I went into the hospital for a hernia operation. And right after I came out of the hospital, I wanted to get my strength back, and I started lifting weights and and running. I used to be a runner before then, but I ran after that. Mm-hmm. Then I went into the Army, and, of course, as you know, in the Army, they they put you through all kinds of exercise regimen. But when I got out of the Army, I was searching for a way to do exercise. One day, your mother uh, came in the house with this rope. It was called the rope. And mm-hmm. it was attached, you would attach it to a doorknob, and they would show you how to do certain exercises. Mm-hmm. So I was doing those exercises, but I I became so strong that I could do the exercises without the rope. Mm-hmm. And that's how I that's how I developed what I call yoga aerobics. I learned yoga wow. and I and I learned how to do those particular exercises with the rope. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing them ever since. That was back in 1971. Wow. And I've been yeah, I've been doing those ever since since 19 19- 71, and that is the subject of my first book, which hasn't been published yet. Now, what would you recommend um, to people who are overweight and needing to get in shape? What would you say to them? I would say stop doing whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. modify, your, modify your diet, mm-hmm. start walking firstly, then start running if you can. Mm-hmm. Then once your weight gets pared down, then do some yoga and then do some aerobics. Ride a bike. Um, go dancing. But if you know how to walk, and everybody does, walking is a great thing to do. Beautiful. Now, Dad, um you are a millionaire, and I just have to ask you this question because a lot of people want to know. Does money make you happy? No. Money what does makes not you happy? make you happy. What makes you uh, happy? Love. That's the only thing that makes you happy. Hmm. So are you, you, you could 
I'm here. I was about to say. So you could have uh, two cents to your name, but if you have love, you're happy. That's it. Without okay. that, without that, you have nothing. Amen. Well, is there any last bits of jewels or wisdom you want to leave the listeners of Taboo Talk with? Sure. I want to say to everyone out there, whoever's listening, that if you have a special someone in your life, be they a wife, a mother, a father, a son or a daughter, love them. And that's all you have. That's beautiful. Well, Dad, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been wonderful having you. It's been a blessing. And I want to say we need to have you come back and do this again. Will you come back? Sure. Okay. And if the listeners of Tabo Talk want to reach you to ask you some questions or follow up on any bits of advice that you give today, is there a web address or email that they can reach you at? Well, they can reach me at the at my web address, which is uh, cyberphonicmarketing.com. That's C-Y-B-E-R-P-H-O-N-I-C marketing.com. Or they can email me at Day at cyberphonicmarketing.com. And uh, oh. I, will, I will respond to them. Okay, and that's one thing my dad does do. If you reach out to him, he he definitely gets back in touch with you. And as you can see, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Um, some of the life experiences and things that uh, I've come to be is from my dad, and I'm just blessed to have him in my life. So thank you, Dad, so much for coming. I want to say happy Father's Day to you. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Know that yeah, you are loved you. very much. Thank you. you. To all the dads listening, you are incredible. You are special. I can tell you if you have a a girl daughter in your life, she loves you just as much as I love my dad. And if you have a son, he loves you just as much as I love my dad. And they want to do something special for you, whether they made you a meal or bought you a handkerchief or uh, just took you to the park. That was their way of showing you that they love you. And this was my way of showing my dad that I loved him, having him on my show and sharing his beautiful wisdom and knowledge with you guys and saying to the world that I love him, I'm proud of him and what he's accomplished. And that's how your children feel about you. You know, you make an impact and you are special and you're needed and you're vital and loved. So thank you for being a dad that you are. Thank you, Dad, for being a dad that you are to me. You're incredible. And to all the – you're welcome, Dad. And to all the um, listeners of Taboo Talk, continue doing what you're doing. Enjoy the rest of your day. If you want to get in touch with me, um, remember, go to LadyChardmainDay.com. That's L-A-D-Y-C-H-A-R-M-A-I-N-E-D-A-Y.com. That's where you can find up-to-date information about me. You can purchase my books from my store. You can also find the link uh, to my Facebook uh, fan site and also to YouTube. And I recommend that you please join the Facebook fan page. I give daily words of wisdom, uh, notes, inspiration, video, and audio clips. 
And I try and keep you on the path of spiritual upliftment because you are special. And if you buy one of my books, don't forget that uh, $2 of each book goes to the American Red Cross for disaster relief for Haiti, Japan, and America. Um, And American Red Cross is doing such a great job that, again, a contribution is made on behalf of the listener Taboo Talk and my Facebook fan page. So thank you for your support. And if you find that this ministry is your home, away from home, that you <clears throat> excuse me, depend on us for your spiritual upliftment, for your words of wisdom, then please do your donations and ties into this ministry. And you can do that, again, through my website, which is LadyCharmaineDay.com. Well, continue to do you. Have a beautiful Father's Day to all the fathers out there and fathers-to-be, and especially to my dad. Remember that you are incredible, loved, and special. Until next time, goodbye. Goodbye. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind. Make yourself feel better. Man. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.